0: Welcome to the Trusted Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Iroquois Group. Iroquois is your trusted advisor in all things insurance. I'm Edwin K. Morris. Today in the studio, we have two guests. Both are from Weed Ross Group. First is Sean D. Cornelius, the president of Weed Ross, and Joe Palumbo, vice president insurance mergers and acquisitions. How exciting is this topic? Tell me all about it, Sean.
1: Well, I I find it pretty exciting. At one point I was running an insurance agency in 2016 and only had two employees at one location. And now we have four locations and 14 of us, 14 or I think 15 actually.
0: 15, so um, that's quite a growth cycle.
1: It is, Um, and our whole industry, Uh, from the carriers, meaning the insurance companies, on down to the agencies, the technology companies, everything is consolidating. Hmm. So everybody's buying and everybody's selling, and we want to be on the side that's buying, and we've done quite a bit of that since January. Joe and I have gone through quite the process.
0: So what's driving all that?
1: Um, You know, we're in a growth mode. We We want to grow, we want to get bigger, and you can certainly do that organically, meaning going out and Targeting insurance uh, policies are right. We're doing a lot of that with commercial insurance, but also home and auto, you know, kind of what got us here. But the fastest way to grow is through acquisition. It's through finding insurance agencies that want to sell or that you can merge into your existing insurance agency. Even a small agency, you know, will have written premium volume and revenue that is far greater than the average account that you're going to come across.
0: What is a leading indicator for you or Joe, uh, both of you, uh, about looking for someone
2: to acquire. Yeah, Joe, you want to take that? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that we've looked at is, you know, we kind of map them out, try and look for in a geographical region that we thought we could manage ah. from where we currently are. Sure. And then the first thing we do is look them up online. And if they do not have a website, that is probably a good target. Um, so <laughs> we'll add them to the list. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, that's a little bit hard to do your due diligence on, but you can, you can usually find out, you know, who who the owner is. Mm -hmm. Um, If they have multiple locations, you can track them down. And I think that's probably one of the biggest factors we've used. Mm. And actually Sean in a, a past life, different position had actually done this as his full time job, basically. And we dug up some notes and added them back to the list. So now we're circling back with those guys.
0: So what's the biggest risk in acquisition?
1: I think it's uh, finding an agency that doesn't onboard well with with your agency, whether it's either the type of accounts that are written or the culture of that agency and not being able to fully integrate it into your agency vision, mm. um, meaning that we're a preferred agency. So we work with um, a lot of higher value homeowners. Uh, we do a lot of second homes. We do commercial insurance for property managers and restaurants and nonprofits. Uh, We don't have a lot of payment issues from clients or, um, you know, uh, heavy claims issues. And so you want to look for an agency that fits in line with your vision. An agency that had a lot of those type of issues or was the opposite of our agency just wouldn't be a good fit. Those agencies can certainly make money, but you want to line up with someone that operates – in the in the same arena that you operate in. Well,
0: you you bring up a good point as far as the mission alignment, right? Because you don't want to have something that's a that's conflicting with whatever you normally do or culturally do. What's the how do you get to even creating your own mission? Uh, do you think all agencies even have that?
1: No, I don't think so. I think when I first started in the insurance industry, I worked for a couple of major carriers on that side, and the first carrier I worked for they talked about company culture, and I thought that was baloney. And, <laughs> and then I went to work for another major carrier. These are two of the top you know, carriers in the United States, and um, everything was totally different. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is what company culture means. And I think it comes from the top. You have to have a shared vision, and Joe and I with our partnership have that. If you bring on employees through these acquisitions and mergers and you bring on clients, you have to be able to implement your shared vision and your culture of your agency. Mm -hmm. And if you can't do that, then it's just not going to be successful. It it would be like opening another restaurant if you already had one and it being just feeling totally different. Mm -hmm. and. And it just, you need to manage what you understand. And so you need to fit it in alignment with what you already have.
0: Alignment aside, you're, you talked about employee. So we're talking about onboarding process. So do you actually look at that as like a new hire onboarding process or some something different?
1: Yeah, I, I, th- I think we really do. And uh, Joe can probably add to this as well. But one of the things that we found the most valuable, there's, you know, one particular acquisition uh, where we got two employees and they're integral to our team. The one person is working as a commercial line CSR, which if you want to grow with commercial lines, you need that. That's someone that's going to quote and service the book that you bring in. And then the other person is working as a personal line CSR. And they're two essential people to our team that help us manage our book. And it's hard to find good people. So if you can, if you can find someone through an acquisition and also it's worthwhile, there's value in that hmm. and it helps create a uh, continuity. The clients, you know, they may know that the name may have changed or you may have a different location, but they know that Sue or Barb or whoever it might be is, that, is still, is that still person, working that personal yeah.
0: connection, that trust relationship, that communications yeah. is all coming yeah. with it. Joe, you got anything?
2: Yeah, and I think we've been, like Sean said, we've been very lucky so far with the the, the onboarding process of the staff at the agency that we've purchased or merged with, mm-hmm. and I think that has a little bit to go into it. You can kind of tell when you walk into the agency, though. Most recent, we've been, you know, basically just cold calling on them, and you can tell quickly, you know, if this person is very engaging or if. They're kind of put off by someone coming in and thinking, you know, because I think everyone thinks the worst case scenario is happening when, you know, the company is going to be selling. And I think if you were to ask the people that have joined us over the last year that it's gone much better than they had planned. Hmm. obviously they're a little bit nervous cuz you know not everybody right. loves change but
0: yeah right and and i'm sure with this whole procedure that change is definitely a big piece of this and that Absolutely. kind of brings the next point is that so how does automation fit into this and are you automated heavy are you are you knowledge ecosystem built uh, are you bringing in things that totally are new for a lot of these acquisitions
1: i th- i think compared to our industry or fairly automated heavy, I think we we work in an industry that has been slow to automation. You know, I come from a couple generations of people before me that were in insurance. I remember my dad stapling Polaroid photos, you know, to sheets <laughs> growing up. I remember just cabinets upon cabinets of filing cabinets. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned this earlier to Edwin, a little tidbit is, I can fit 46 banker boxes of files in my Chevy Suburban. And I know this because we took seven locations to four. And so when you have a small business, you do a lot of that grunt work. So automation can be all kinds of things. I mean, some of these agencies don't have any electronic files. They're operating the same way they did in 1955. And other ones, you know, will be much more updated than that. But even when I took over... We'd Ross. We still weren't using Slack. Joe introduced us to that. Our phone systems weren't, weren't integrated. Now we're using smart sheets. So there's a lot of, you know, stuff that goes into mm. it. Joe is kind of our integration expert, so to speak. So I can let him talk about how, you know, okay. the databases merge and how that whole process is.
2: Yeah. So a lot of these, luckily, a lot of the agencies that we've merged with currently had at least their client information and Some sort of electronic file, you know, they obviously still had their paper files, but we were able to merge their electronic databases into ours Mm -hmm. so that all the clients can be served. And that's basically how we've kind of connected that with the phones, Mm -hmm. where if all the clients, regardless of location, are in one place that we've worked the phones that you know if a call comes to Orchard Park and it can't be answered it could roll Just, to Alicaville. Right. but someone at Ellicottville can service anyone from any of the three other locations that's
0: that's a whole integrated enterprise solution where where's the future to future proof yourself you you now your point of creating this operational capacity that didn't happen didn't exist before and you're bringing more into the fold so what's 5 years from now
1: I I think it's continuing to grow. We built an infrastructure that to us right now seems very sustainable. When Joe had mentioned that I had called on insurance agencies to purchase prior, that would have been back in 2011 and really back before um, I was heavy on the production side of agencies. But if you have that, that infrastructure, you can add to that and grow and scale in a manageable way. Uh, So our our goal is to continue to evolve both culturally and with technology um, in our organization and to continue to acquire books of business and agencies. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I wish you both huge success. It sounds very exciting. Uh, Anything you want to leave for the last thought before we wrap it up?
1: I I think just do your due diligence. You know, that's it. You want to be fairly quick about this because it's a it's a competitive market so if someone catches wind that you're going in and and you're gonna buy somebody expect to have one or two competitors come in behind you mm. and maybe they were there before you but you want to you want to make sure you're able to see all the records evaluate the carrier relationships make sure the, the companies line up with what you have and that the uh, way that that person was doing business was with integrity, and evaluate all that before before you make your decision and your offer to that other agency.
0: So the suggestion is is to do all that due diligence, but also have it in a concise manner because speed is of the essence, right? Being able Absolutely. to execute yeah. as fast as possible, as safe yeah. as possible, is the
2: best way.
1: Yeah, if yeah. they say they're ready to go, yeah, yeah. it can, and you're not ready. It,
2: okay, Joe. I think that. I think it starts with patience, too. You know, not everyone is ready to sell right away, but when they are ready to sell, it's like the snap of a finger. Like, it could have taken them years to decide, and then they call you, and they're like, all right, let's do this. We need to close in a week. you oh got to be quick on yeah, your feet and no kidding. get to it.
0: Well, that sounds very exciting. I think that the, the region will continue to grow for you, too. So, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Trusted Advisor Podcast brought to you by Iroquois Group. Iroquois, your trusted advisor for all things insurance. And remember, get out of the office and sell. This program was recorded live at the Cohen Multimedia Studio on the grounds of Chautauqua Institution. I am Edwin K. Morris, and I invite you to join me for the next edition of the Trusted Advisor Podcast.